The FNRAD Snowboard Podcast is presented by Vans. Season 5 of the FNRAD Snowboard Podcast was sponsored by Wired Snowboards, The Boardroom Snowboard Shop, Anon Optics, Crow's Nest Barbershops, and Tribute Board Shop in Nelson, B.C. Support also came from Mount Seymour, Grouse Mountain, and Cypress, the three local mountains here in Vancouver. I originally recorded a full-length episode with Jason Ford down at Cardiff by the Sea, and botched the recording somehow we lost most of it as you'll hear the idea of recording by the ocean was supposed to be you know soothing put you in that california mindset but it's actually quite distracting anyway the story's really good i was super stoked to salvage this part of the interview because jason talks about being one of the first pro snowboarders to jump ship from Burton to start his own company. You know, so many companies were started by expert employees. I think I might go through and make a list to do an episode about it later on. But Jason left Burton at his prime to start Ride Snowboards, where his pro model, along with the pro models of Russell Winfield and Jake Blattner and Dale Rayberg, they changed the whole game forever. There's a lot more to the Ride story and to Jason's story. And we'll record again soon, but for now, enjoy this behind-the-scenes peek at what prompted one of the biggest pro-rider team shakeups in snowboard history. I love that you're in a Burton sweatshirt, too. I'm a big Burton fan. Yeah. We were just talking. You're saying you're from the East Coast. I would have guessed California. I would have had no idea that you were a Vermont guy. Yeah, I was born in Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, When I was 15, we moved to Vermont. Um, so I spent three years of high school there, and then once I graduated from high school, I enrolled at UVM. Uh, didn't enroll, but I applied and got accepted, and then decided to take a year off from college. Was the the pitch? Yeah. <laughs> and my mom said, "Yeah, we'll see how it goes." Cool. Um, because I just I wanted to do, I wanted to be a you know a ski or snowboard bum, and I wanted to uh, not sit in a classroom and look outside and doodle dreams of doing tricks and all these things, you know. So. We moved to Sugarbush. Um, I was in Bennington, where I went to high school. Went to Sugarbush. Um, this guy Rob Levine um, put together a deal with the ski resort because they were the, this was the first year they allowed snowboarding, and he secured uh, ambassadorship for four of us. So it was myself, it was Noah Brandon, Steve Hall, and Rob. We got this kind of funky uh, house that was built in the '60s on. LSD or something. This thing was nuts. Um, and we rented that for the season. And I worked the whole summer um, on the, on this farm in Massachusetts. I would just work, you know, as many hours as, a week as I could, save up. And then once the snow started to fly, I moved up to the mountains. What kind of board were you riding at that point? Um, so that year, so I graduated high school in 88. I was sponsored by Barfoot, um, just with a product sponsorship. Chuck sent me a... Uh, you know, one of the twin tips. Yeah. Um, and then a, a set of bindings and a pair of sweatpants. <laughs> it oh, said man. barefoot down the leg. That's amazing. And that was it. That was what I had. And um, and then we went to the World Cup time trials in Purgatory, yeah. Colorado, that, that December, I think it was. And I was riding the pipe, and Steve Hall comes walking up to me, you know, one of my roommates. He was riding for Burton. Noah was riding for Burton. And he goes, hey, uh, Jake asked me to ask you if you want to ride for Burton. What do you think? Oh, damn. And, you know, I was out there. I was sleeping on the floor of the Barfoot house. And and I'm like, are you kidding? He's like, no, no, no. He wants me to ask you, what do you think? And I'm like, 
I would do anything to ride for Burton. Oh, right. And at that point, yeah. you know, Craig was already on board, and the, um, the direction was kind of set. The yellow pants had dropped. Everybody was in yellow pants. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was no, it was coming. It still hadn't come. It hadn't come, no. Um, and so, so yeah, my, my, my agreement with Barfoot wasn't anything. It was just a flow right. of gear. Um, and I'd been vouched for by Andy Coghlan of the boarding house up in Burlington. That's how you know, Chuck gave me the okay. And, and, uh, and all of a sudden, I'm, now I'm signing a contract with Burton. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out why there's so many pages and so many words. Did and you read to, the whole thing? I read the whole thing. Yeah. I've always done my own contracts and read them all. And, yeah. and um, so it just didn't make sense to me. Like, why do we have to sign all this paperwork to, for you to give me a board and bindings? Right. And right. I, that pair of boots, I think, is all they gave me. Everything else I had to buy. Um, on like pro form or something. Yeah, I bought a jacket. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I could rock a jacket and a pair of pants. I had like the outfit. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I borrowed race boards from Jenny Hahn, who was uh, one of their team riders. That's amazing. So I had some you know newer race boards. So every weekend I'd you know I'd show up on Saturday. I'd, buy, I'd borrow a race board from her. I'd race. Um, I do really well. I won the New England Cup this series that year, so I won a lot of races. And then I give it back to her. Yeah, on Saturday or Sunday, and then you know, Unreal. go back and ride whatever I had, um, and then they started flowing me more stuff. What you know? board did you pick for your board, Mystery Air? Yeah, yeah. So the ketchup mustard Mystery Air? No, the first one, free. Yeah, which is what? no signature. I didn't have the sig. Jeff Brushy had the signature. Yeah, and I didn't have one with the signature on the tail from Craig. That was the one I wanted. Yeah, but no, I had the regular. So that's the board that says Burton down the base in big letters mm-hmm. and air in the O. Is that the one? Is that what uh, yeah, it has those dots and the yeah. tail of the air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Yep. you keep that board? No, but Noah Brandon actually sent me one. Nice. Um, a couple of months ago. It just showed up in the mail. That's like unbelievable. A, it, a, the old one. I mean, brand, yeah. it's basically never ridden. It had been broken, but it, it's yeah. like, it looks perfect. Yeah, yeah, Scott Surface has one that I was able to flex to feel that I was like and he was looking at me like don't, don't flex it flex it just too look. hard yeah just look just look, just look. Talk to, they were still figuring that? things out at that yeah. time yeah the shape was shorter and fatter wasn't it yeah 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 I mean I, I like that board and then um and then from there I went to the mustard like yeah Craig Kelly mustard board from there yeah and I actually had the mustard without it was just uh the white one the white one the black? that was that, the one I wrote yeah, yeah those ones are the those are hard are the to get. Rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the super rare. Totally. So, does Burton start sending you the the infamous stacks of boards at that point? Not like, that year. I mean, I I ended up winning the New England Cup Series, and then from there they moved me on to their what they called the A team at the time. Yeah. So they took I think there was a dozen of us or so. They moved us all to Truckee. Um. So Noah and I, Noah was on the B team. I had just beaten Noah in the last race by like a fraction of a second. Yeah. which gave me the overall. He got second. In my mind, we tied. Right. And then they moved me to the A, the a team, and they put him on the B team. So the A team was like that iconic team. It's Craig, Keith, Jacoby, J- Jeff, and you. Yeah. That's it. Is yeah. there anybody else on the team at that point um, that's A team? It's maybe there was, Tara or somebody? So Yeah, Tara. I mean, the, the people that moved to... To Truckee, yeah, like Andy Coglin, Eric Webster, Noah uh, Warburton, Jimmy Scott. Oh wow! Yeah. Um, 
So it was like a mixture of freestylers and racers. Yeah. Um, and then we all, they got us a coach, Jerry Masterpool. Jerry Masterpool, right. So that cross M thing. Yeah. And so Jerry was great. And then we all, uh, we trained and we got, we got good at racing. Yeah. And then we went to the first competition that winter up in Whistler. Uh, it was a black home race. And um, snowed a ton. And I ended up winning uh, the GS. And I think of the top, like, 14 positions, our team was in, like, 11 of them. Yeah. I mean, we just yeah. crushed everybody. We were way Dominated. more prepared, yeah. And then the year the year before that, Burton, was, was it still, like, had they dominated the year before, or was this the first time that they were really that? I was, I mean, for me, in the New England Cup Series, Burton was dominating. Oh, yeah, we right, were it. of course. Um, and so, you know, even going to the U.S. Open at that time, Burton was pretty much on top like Andy Coughlin those guys were pretty fast still yeah um, you know freestyle was still emerging but you know we were we were all learning really fast yeah you know it's like a Jeff Brush would leave he'd go ride with Craig and Keith and everybody and he'd come back learn everything and then we'd pick it up we'd yeah. learn immediately after and he'd, yeah. he'd go away and he, so he was like our spy bringing back yeah. all the stuff that we would normally have to wait a year for to see in a magazine or something right right yeah I forgot that there's there's that for sure that there's a delay between what's going on and everybody in the world being able to see it yeah I mean that delay was a pretty fun cushion yeah it created yeah. a lot of excitement it's yeah it's certainly changed now oh it's completely changed yeah it's yeah. like we, you just told me what's happening in Jackson right now, right? Like, and we can see footage of today, right now, if we wanted. Yeah, I was watching the camera. I was watching them turn off the turn off all the lifts. Yep. And <laughs> I'm like, all right, they're shutting it down. It looks amazing. It's gonna be a good Unreal. week. Unreal. You know, before it's a little harder. Yeah. So yeah, I was. Um, you would have toured with that team then, right? Like, because they there was a Burton tour. Like te- you guys would do like a demo or something, or we would do well. Yes, uh, during the season we're chasing contests, so yeah. the schedule's kind of laid out. You've got a handler, a team manager. Yeah, um, they hand you your flights, and they got the rental car, and you get in there, and the condo set. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. it was kind of a formula. Yeah, and all you had to do was show up and buckle in and go down, and and uh, and it was pretty fun, and then they went from this team of like you know a dozen or so people and they started to cut it down okay and they started threatening people they started to take people off the tour oh wow and there was a threat i mean this is crazy but we went to say moritz and um so that's the first time i'd been to europe it was a world cup first time i met terrier i think it might have been one of the early ones that he came to and i remembered paul alden our team manager saying to brushy you've got to you've got to do something you've got to win here or else you're going home oh my god yeah I mean it was pretty pretty gnarly that is super gnarly yeah and you were like I mean we're all like 19 yeah you know we're like what you know my my mom didn't even know I was there <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you know I call her from Europe she's like where are you why does it sound funny I'm like in Switzerland she's that's like, insane and so yeah um, so all that kind of went down and it was just, like the the culture of Burton was getting very competitive and very real. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, that competition started getting my head because right. I had... Um, that wind? Yeah, it's wind, yeah. Yeah. We got a south wind blowing here. There you go. Um, yeah. Devil wind. Yeah. 
<laughs> the culture starts getting in your head. Yeah, it starts um, getting in your head, and also, you know, I, I, I was just having fun. Yeah, competing. I wasn't, you know, setting out to be good or great. I mean, just wanted to be better than I was yesterday. Right, that was right, my whole right, drive. Right. Yeah. And we get to we get to this competition. And we're sitting on the side of the pipe, and um, uh, Paolo Dabini asks Tim Wendell. He says, "So who's doing really well in the U.S. or you know who's on top in the U.S. right now?" And I hear Tim say, "Jason Ford." Wow. They're right below me. Wow. And I'm like. It, it never occurred to me. Right, right, right. And Paolo goes, who's that? And Tim looks behind <laughs> points at me. Yeah. And I yeah. see Paolo look at me, and I was yeah. like, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm the guy that they're going, like, what? Right, right. I'm not, you know, I'd never been in that situation. So that got in my head a little bit. And right. So I competed there. I didn't do so well in that one. Did the and team then manager I come to you? And- <laughs> no, but what I did was, and all of a sudden, Trans was going to do a shoot through Europe, and they're like, hey, what do you think? You want to join? I'm like, yeah, I'll skip Japan and I'll go do that. So I got off the Burton bus yep. and didn't go to Japan. Brushy took my spot yeah, and then he won the, the pipe over there. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That so, was rad. so he was safe. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> they, nuts. They started whacking other people. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, it was, that's always, that was always in your head from the start there. But for me, at least hearing that stuff, I was like, shit, man, these guys will cut you. That's nuts. You know? Right. And that was just that was just part of being, you know, that they really wanted to have the best guys mm-hmm. that are the most dedicated and that are winning. Like, yeah. they, winning was important to them at that point. It was very important, yeah. Yeah, because there hadn't been... Craig hadn't done the thing where he quit yet. Nobody had done the thing no. where they scoffed at competing. Brush is the first person that people usually mention. He stopped doing the races, and then other people were like, "Well, if he doesn't have to do the races, well, yeah." So that we, you know, we're all training with Jerry, yeah, and Cross Sam, and and we'd have, and, and Jeff, yeah, he pulled out. He's like, "I'm not doing it," yeah, and which is crazy because he was actually really fast. But the overall was so important at that time where you yeah. had to do yeah. it all, yeah. And he wanted to specialize, and he just didn't think, you know, racing was getting more serious and hard boots, and speed suits, and all that stuff, and right. he wasn't his thing you know yeah and then and then duck boy pulls out yeah he's like well if brush isn't doing it, i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah 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 and craig only did it because he needed to right for the overall for the overall mm-hmm. yeah well he liked the racing too i think like he seemed to it he he seemed to jive with just being in competition yeah. right like yeah. he was a competition-minded guy wendell said that when craig and and he went to uh europe the first time with sims uh, and then they actually had a camp together at Blackcomb. Mm-hmm. Wendell worked at Blackcomb the first year, um, dissecting snowboarding to teach it mm-hmm. to people. Really put them on top because they really were like, they can't. You know what I mean? Like they were looking at how to teach snowboarding, and that helped them get better at each aspect of how to do it. Yeah, yeah. And then that next year, Wendell did the best he ever did. Craig won the thing. And was that 89? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably 88 or 89, yeah. Yeah. So what was it like traveling with Craig? Was he? Was there a hierarchy in the team, or were you guys just your A team, and A team doesn't talk to B team? And, or were you buddies with Noah still? And, oh, yeah. No, yeah. We, were all, we were all buddies. I mean, there was, yeah. there was a couple of um, people that maybe didn't jive as well as others, but you know, Craig was always the, the, the guy. Yeah, you know, he was he was older. Yeah, he was on 
all the magazine covers. He was yeah. like, he was the guy, right? Yeah. He was the guy at Sims that everybody wanted right. to be like. You know? right. So all right. of a sudden now he's on Burton and he can rent a car. Right. <laughs> we can't, you know? <laughs> Things like that. So so he would drive and and we would... Um, Were you with him when he rolled the, the no, Range Rover? Mm-hmm. That would have been nuts. Yeah, he was a mischievous dude, yeah. obviously. Did he ever put ketchup in your boots or... No, but I was definitely around enough of him, you know, goofing off. Yeah. Because over the year, you know, we traveled a bunch together in, um, through the competitions. And then when I decided to leave Burton, there was a separation for a couple of years. Yeah. And then Island Lake Lodge brought us back together. Oh, sick. We all invested in that. Oh, sick. You invested in Island Lake. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, that's amazing. So I got to, you know, we would ride together there yeah. and be part of yeah. everything that was going on in that world, which was really cool. Right. Uh, we were both close with Mark Gallup, so we both traveled and traveled with him a ton. Yeah. Um, and Gallup liked that. You know, we all joke, like, just our, our sort of attitudes and style worked. Yeah. And we were pretty productive. With yeah. The, with the camera. Yeah, totally. So that was good. And then, um, yeah, I got to do some international trips with him even after that. Sick. Yeah, so we, we traveled quite a bit. Um he was one of those guys that you I felt like you had to like for me he was such an idol and hero right but I also wanted to be my own person and I almost had to like not follow him too much yeah you know yeah. I had to yeah. try to not be like him yeah. some right 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 because otherwise it was just so you just wanted to be what, him so bad what was the deal with the yellow pants like where did like I know so like I know that the look pants yeah kind of spawned the yellow proper Burton pants yeah but like nobody wore any other color like there were other colors <laughs> there was gray there was yellow and the red black. I mean the camera yeah, the and all the red. photographers yeah like they backed it yeah said, we love it it pops it's this yeah. and that and then all yeah. of a sudden everybody just wanted it you know it's like just one of those trends that I don't know if I would assume Craig made that call you know sure they've got the entire line you can pick whatever he wants first totally um, but a lot of, you know, in those Burton days, you're sort of just sent a bunch of stuff. Okay. You know, and they're like, here's your stuff. And, you know, you get this, this truck would come and unload uh, in the fall. And then right before Christmas, you get all the next year stuff. Oh, nice. And so you're just like, and you're, and you're not even going home, so you're just shipping gear bags. You're getting new <laughs> gear bags. You're shipping all your old stuff in a gear bag with a UPS label and sending that home. Oh, wow. Stinky, and, you know, yeah, you, you get yeah. to it eventually. So gross. And then you got all the new stuff, you know? Yeah. And you don't even really think about it because it's just, like, it's part of the... You're really you excited about the new or thing. whatever right, it is. Right, you know? It's right. just part of the thing, you know? Sure, sure. And you're so excited. You're like, oh, I have some new colors and new yeah. fits and new this. And, yeah. Know? Yeah, because so. that was the first time ever that, that snowboard pants were what they are now. They were cool. Those yellow pants were straight up the right cut yeah everything else had been ski pants before that yeah even those look pants were like articulated big puffy knees they just weren't they weren't right yeah but the burton freestyle pant was just was epic yeah yeah they did a lot of things right i mean jake and everybody at burton pushed so hard to be um progressive and cutting edge and listen to the riders and you know yeah. that, that was a you know you Imagine this, you're, you're a bunch of 19-year-olds, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, and you pull into a product meeting. You don't even know what that is. Right. And now your opinions matter. You say things. Right. And it becomes a reality. And that's a pretty 
cool thing. You know, that's was, unreal. Yeah, I mean, and JG was there at that time still, right? Like mm-hmm. he's always been there yeah. doing that. So, I yeah, that would have just been mind blowing. That some input from your brain was like that everybody in the snowboard industry now has that binding with that clip or whatever. Well, I remember yeah. the first time they broke out the three-hole disc pattern binding yeah. design made out of clay. Yeah. Wow. And so there's two different instances that I was involved in, and I can't remember which came first, but there was one that was in Vermont, and there was a photo of, of Craig and and Keith and JG, but I was in the room in that one too. Yeah. So that was one of the things, but I think the very first one was in Europe, and Terrier and I were at a camp, and they opened the box and they lift out this clay mold that was handmade, you know, in Italy or wherever. Yeah. And we just looked at each other and we're like, what's wrong with the old one? Because <laughs> we're, just, you know, it was like an innovation we weren't quite ready for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they're like, you know, the ship is sailing. We're, we're going to do this. So, yeah, yeah. You know, get on board. Um, but yeah, they're, I mean, they were, they were great. They listened, um, they listened a lot. They listened to Craig most and he, he tinkered the most and cared the most. And, yeah. And we trusted his opinions most. Yeah, um, it worked out well, yeah. right? Like that stuff, he was an engineer, so th- that was his mind. He was tinkering Yeah, he always liked time. doing that. That's so rad. Actually, his daughter's going to be an engineer. Oh, cool. Yeah, so awesome. that's pretty cool. She's going to school in Vancouver, where I live. Awesome. My daughter goes to the same school. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so what's the what's the catalyst for Ride? What Like, do, do you get a phone call, or do you, or is it... No, uh, the catalyst for ride was well. This kind of goes back to the the brushy story, right? About him getting a threat. Yeah. So I started having injuries. I get shoulder surgery. Um, people are beginning to specialize. Yeah. And it's almost like every half season is a massive leap forward for the sport. It's not, you know, it, it was moving very quick. Of course. And the products that I was getting weren't right for me. Um, you have a size 13 foot. Yeah. I, you know, was putting a lot of power into my turns. The race boards they were giving me, the PJs were really soft. Yeah. Because John and Peter were like more delicate in the way they rode and I was more power. Yeah. And so they would chatter out and I'd fall and, you know, you don't win much doing that. So, right, right. Um, the freestyle boards they were giving me, uh, you know, they, they got me off the Craig boards because we're all promoting Craig's boards and he's getting royalty on all the work that we're doing also to support yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, So they'd give me the ASEM air. Um, they'd dangle the carrot that if I liked it and things went well, it could be very good for me. Right. Um, which, you know... Sounds we were a talking lot earlier, like that implied, could be your... Yeah. It, it implied some things. I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. there was any substance there, but it was interesting. And I remember selecting testing a variety of these things up at Boreal one day and they uh, I remember picking one and I loved it yeah and then that the board the was fun but that board got the board I love got tabled oh they no they put one of the ones I didn't love yeah and it came in from somewhere else that the board I love was too much like the Air 6 which was the board that Jeff was riding right, right. so I was like oh what I'm like come on this is the board I want so, yeah. so I'm just having trouble getting, getting products yeah and I was in a product meeting I spent a lot of time you know with my mom being in Vermont yeah. And Burton being there, I would go in all the time just for fun. You, you're talking to all the product engineers. You're talking to everybody. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to buy, or, uh, board design one day, and I was like, listen, these brace boards aren't working for me. They're too soft. They're too wide. You know, I'm, like, I'm thinking I want more 
uh, less asymmetrical, more symmetrical, narrow, stiff, like really stiff. Yeah, yeah. Um, like that's the future of, the, of where these boards are going. And the product guy goes, listen, when you start winning again, we'll listen to your opinion. Jesus. And I was, I mean, that was kind of a shocker for me. Right. So you're taking all that and I'm looking at sort of this fear yeah. that's starting to develop. Like, is this over? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're young. Like, this is, you're just a kid still. I'm still a kid, yeah. So, um, so you take that and then the other major thing that had happened was I had signed a brand new contract. I go in to sign this thing and um, I had a great season the year before. I, uh, that was the Tuckney season. Tuckney season. So you were all over the place, like as far as I, I photos very, yeah. went. You were like you were the new, you know, up and comer of Burton. That was the thing. It was like, oh yeah, there's there's Jacoby, there's Duck Boy, there's there's Brush, and there's Jason Ford. You were getting a lot of editorial coverage. Yeah, yeah. So it was doing well. Competition results were there. Uh, I came in a very close second to Craig in the overall. Um, and so I renegotiated my contract as a, you know, I'm 19 or 20 alone. Yeah. I go and I sit down to talk about this thing. I'm trying to ask for more. I don't know what more is. Um, and I end up settling on a number that I remember agreeing to. It was this back and forth thing. Yeah. And in hindsight, it's almost hilarious because I'm so undergunned for this meeting. Sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I sign... He shakes my hand, I get up and I walk out and the entire company is standing there applauding. And I remember going, oh my God, I just got freaking screwed. <laughs> no. Oh my God. You know? Right. I think my base salary was at, you know, what I agreed to was 17 grand a year. Right. So that's, I mean. And I was like, oh my God. Today that's zero dollars. Right. But like then that was like, you know, what 30 grand would be right now. Like not a, like, you know, like a regular job working 40 hours a week, yeah. not getting paid very much. So I was, I was, you know, I was going into that season not feeling good about what I had, what I had agreed to. And then that season the injuries and everything sort of started compiled. Got it. And then it, there was this, like, Burton army that had started, you know, they started going so deep in their sponsorships yeah. in every region where they, it was like, everywhere you look, kids are sponsored by it and wearing the same stuff as you. And it was yeah. like, yeah. And, and then, you know, I'm, I was on the lifts one day and I see Rowan Rogers riding down the hill. Yeah. Doing a bunch of flatland tricks. Yep. And I was like, that. That. Is where the sport's going. Yeah. That is where I'm going that direction nice was he and on so, uh, a joyride at that yeah, point uh-huh. yeah when those guys were on joyride that joyride team was everything like that that we as freestylers noticed like we were like oh yeah that burden thing was a couple years ago it felt like at that point you know what i mean totally. like it was like all of a sudden there was freestyle boards guys are riding stuff you had to be like was that switch and they're spinning more, but and their hands aren't up in the air. They're like grabbing their boards. They're looking like it was like a, a sea change. It was a whole different yeah. deal. And I remember just being so excited about that part of the sport and seeing the part that I was in and the the pit like the hole they were trying to put me into. They're like, we would rather see you quit rate, quit freestyle, and only be a racer. Oh wow! Than go the other way. Oh shit! And I'm like, okay, so I um I get my my van I'm in Vermont I'm driving to Oregon alone and I think I, by the time I get to Ohio 
and I've already done you know a cross country trip solo. It's it's a great experience. I've done it a bunch, and you you learn a lot about yourself. <laughs> yeah, you talk sure. to yourself. You say all kinds of. You argue with people that aren't there. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, and so I uh, by the time I get to Ohio, I'm not really feeling the Burton thing anymore. Wow. And by the time I get to Boulder, I decided I was going to quit. Holy shit. And I was going to start a snowboard company. You were going to start a snowboard company. So there's no, nobody's called you and said, ride is no. going to be this thing. No. So then by the time I get to, um, I get out to Oregon, I finally get up the nerve, hit a payphone. I call Tim Pogue, the team manager, my team manager. At, and at I, Burton. At Burton. And I was like, hey, Tim, I got to. I got to talk to you, and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Are you sitting down?" He's like, "Hey, what's what's wrong, man?" I'm like, "I, I I'm gonna quit Burton," and he, he's wow. like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I just can't be part of this. This isn't right for me anymore." Right. He's like, "We'll get your flight right now. Fly out here immediately." Right. So they that day they flew me out. I get to Vermont. I go in and I sit down. I talk to uh, talk to Jake and a few others. Sort of state my case. And this over. isn't like some sort of like I want more money thing. This is you're just not feeling what's it wasn't, going on. It wasn't going to be a good fit for me anymore. Right, right. And you know the direction they were heading as a company wasn't aligned where I had decided I wanted to go. Yeah. And so it was just going to be a rub, you know. And, yeah. Uh, and that was it. So I we dropped the bomb, and then um, they end up agreeing to let me out. Um, I. <laughs> I grab a, so the idea was going to, you know, I explained everything to Tim Pogue, what I'm going to do. Right, right. Because I was like, here's the deal. I'm going to leave. I'm going to start my own snowboard company. I'm going to do it with Noah Brandon. Rad. Uh, Brad Stewart was going to be involved. Cool. And then, uh, but I didn't say Brad's name. Right. And I basically lay out the plan for Tim. Yeah. But then we hold the plan back from everyone at Burton. Right. So I can get out of my deal. Right. So Tim, I don't know if he had been talking to Jamie yet or not. But I go to, you know, that thing ends. I, uh, I go to New Zealand and Australia for a month with, you know, Achenbach and Don Schwartz. Rad. Sean Johnson. Rad. And, uh, yeah, we go, we go down there. I've never been down there. It was, it was a really fun trip. And then when I come back uh, that summer, you know, we're living in Southern California at that point. And uh, Tim Pogue shows up and says... Uh, Right at ASR, he's like, "Hey, I gotta tell you something. My last day at Burton is tomorrow." Whoa! I'm like, what? What are you doing? He's like, "Starting a snowboard company." And I remember just feeling like, "What are you yeah. doing exactly?" You're <laughs> stealing my <laughs> idea. Was there that kind of feeling? I, I had it? that. Yeah. I mean, I certainly had that. And yeah. you know, I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> he's like, "We're gonna call it Ride Snowboards," and I'm doing it with Jamie Salter. And Jamie wanted to call it Hardcore Snowboards, but that's a stupid name. That sounds like a Jamie thing. And and I'm just like. Okay, and then they pick up Russell and Jake, who are my roommates. Right. And the Unity thing was was what I was going to do with Noah and Brad. We were sort of discussing: is this the right time, or you know, how are we even going to do this? Right. Because we don't have any money, and you know. Um, and uh, then Tim calls me one day and he says, "Hey, listen, I know you got your own thing going on, but we really need somebody to come in and lead the team and Rad. be on it." And I said, "Well, if I'm going to be on it, I want to be an owner." Yep. And he's like, all right, well, you can buy in the same price that we all bought in. Wow. And uh, That's a good So let me think about it. And yeah. About two hours later, I call him as I'm in. Yeah. So the first the year running. of Ride, I know there was that spark plug thing. Was that, did that even exist? Did that, 
count as a anything? Like, was there a catalog that backed up the spark plug thing? I think there was. There was an ad. There was, yeah. One ad. So what what happened was the the first ride ads had yep. me on a Unity board. On a Unity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we spray like made a stencil and spray painted. Yeah. The ride yep. logo on, and then there was a a design company out of. San Francisco or something did some graphics and that was a spark plug spark and, plug yeah and the chili pepper and those oh, were yeah, the chili those were kind too. of a mess right. we you know as, as a team riser we're like yeah we're not really feeling we're not there it. not there um it was a whole discussion of like what do, we, what do you mean I'm like well I remember telling the analogy I'm like if, if you get seven people in a room and ask them to draw a tree you get seven different trees yep <laughs> nothing yep. wrong with a tree yeah man but your spark plug doesn't match our vision. <laughs> it's not happening. And so we ended up, um, they did some pretty wacky graphics for us. And I'm like, my first graphics came out and I hated them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the very few interactions I had with Jamie, we're up at his house in LA with Tim and we're about to go to, go to uh, Japan. And Jamie's like, so what's going on with the graphics? I heard there's something going on. I said, well, we don't like them. And if you can't change them, it doesn't matter. We'll just spray paint the tops anyway. <laughs> Nice. He nice. goes, well, what do you mean? I pull out my board and I spray paint the top gold. I'm like, yeah. I'll just do this. Yeah. And right there, they made the decision to switch to solid top sheets. Those two solid top sheets, the, the Ford Longboard. The and red the, and, and the gold. And the Ford, uh, what did they call the other one? Ford Freestyle. Pipe. Ford, Ford Pipe, pipe. Yeah. that's right. And then the RJ. That year, yeah. that was those were that was the best laid out line of the year was awesome yeah and so that was you know the solid graphics and then yeah I mean, that was just us going to the hardware store and i grabbed brass was the color yeah and just spray painted it they looked great put a sticker on the you know we, the same where original were they logo. built because they were really smooth Haley. they rode really well those were good boards yeah they're yeah. heavy they were heavy but they were smooth <laughs> like because yeah. what was the longboard it was like a 171 or something it was 69 you know i never rode it you never even wrote I it. Never even put it on because I was so into. Yeah, it. I heard a lot of people say yeah. like Rocket Reeves loved it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I keep every once in a while I see him pop up in an email. I'm like, I gotta get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but yeah. So we did that, and then the next year uh, was when it really started to click with the skate graphic. Yeah. Like the, the the those cartoon graphics changed skate, changed snowboarding, yeah. changed the image of snowboarding. And the and the soft top, like that texture on the top. It wasn't a texture, just like everything on those boards turned out perfectly. Like we could not keep those boards in. We got stacks of every pro model and they sold out. And then we bought everything that was left, sold out. Yeah. Yeah. It we, was incredible. We got, um, Ron Lemon did the graphics and, and uh, it, it was one of those crazy things where you tell him what you want and he yeah. does the first pass and you love it. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. swear you could have been like, just pick an idea, draw a tree, right? <laughs> yeah, draw a tree. Fucking love the tree. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Always. Yeah, How about a yeah, spark yeah, plug? Yeah, Can yeah, we get yeah. a spark? <laughs> so I mean, he's he was so talented and, and just sort of understood the the target. Yeah. And then um, translate what we were talking about. It was only a couple years in that Bride went from having you know like two or three board models. There was a race board while you were talking about yeah, the race. Kildee. Yeah, the Kildee. So right. the Kildee board. So Kildee was yeah. on Burton too. That's right. He was like a, you know, on the B team or whatever. Yeah. And, and him and I were pretty aligned on our thinking for race products. Yeah. He's a total engineer guy. He loves that stuff. Mad scientist. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the boards that he did at Ride were basically the boards I wanted at Burton. Right. And we just never got them, you know. Right, but you guys, you weren't racing by that point. If you're not riding your longboard, you're not riding them. 
race. Board. No, and I we, we had just gone to. so we were getting so yeah. into rails and you know that whole thing. Oh man, I wish I had not messed up this recording. It was such a good conversation with Jason Ford. And actually, a good amount of it happened after the mic was off in his truck. And we're going to record again soon. So, having rad shoutouts this week to Dave Downing for setting up this interview. And just for being Dave Downing, the guy's amazing. I'm going to try and hike Seymour this Thursday if they open the road. And I hope you guys are staying healthy and happy and positive through this whole pandemic debacle. I'll try and be back next week with another bonus episode of the Effenrad Snowboarding Podcast presented by Vans and brought to you by SIA Productions.